everyone, and welcome to another Game Reactor Quick Look. I'm Manus, and today we'll be talking about the Android phone that I'll be recommending to most people during 2023. Those are big words, but I really do mean them, by the way, because by, as we're recording this, I've already finished my review of the Google Pixel 7a, Google I.O. will have happened, and you all will have been able to buy it for a couple of days. Now, so basically you should know all about the Pixel 7a, but let's recap for those of you who haven't been paying attention. So, Google raised the price, I think from 449 to 499. So what that basically means, or maybe it's 399, I can't quite recall, but the point is that here in Denmark, it retains a pretty competitive market price of 3,999 starting. But in the US, raising the price to 499 has kind of created a debate of if Google raises the price of, a, of their budget-friendly smartphone, well, what do they need to do? I have found that they've done everything they can to create the most compelling budget-friendly offering on the market today. So let's go over what those are. So the first thing is that this has a fantastic, saturated, beautiful OLED screen right here. It's 6.1 inches, which for a lot of people is the sweet spot. It has a 431 PPI, which basically means that it's really dense. Um, it's 1080p, obviously, which is completely fine by me. It's covered in Gorilla Glass, and for the first time on the A-Line, it is a 90 hertz panel. That means a lot to a lot of people, including me. I couldn't stand when the 6A last year launched with a 60 hertz display. I just feel like that in this day and age, we're allowed to expect more, even from a Pixel A series device. And finally, we got it. Apart from that, we get IP67 dust and water resistant. Yes, this back is plastic, but you really couldn't tell. I can't really tell, to be honest. And the rails are aluminum, of course. You get Wi-Fi 6, Bluetooth 5.2. The battery is 4,385 milliamp hours, and what that means is that it will last you all day. Not and then some. It is an all-day smartphone, and that's it, but that's good enough for me. And when it dies or when you're setting it off to charge at the end of the day, it has fucking wireless charging. It's up to 18 watts. I think it's much lower in the States. At least I heard Marcus Brownlee say something along the lines of seven watts, like low, really low. And wired speeds aren't fast either. But here, as far as I can tell, we got about 18 watts out of it, which is just fine. Inside, there have not been saved on the SoC. We get the Tensor G2, like you would find in the regular Pixel 7. You also get eight gigs of RAM and 128 gigs of starting storage. They've also made changes to the camera module. So now you get 64 megapixels on the main sensor alongside 13 megapixels in the ultra wide. This is all awesome. So, I mean, this is a short video, obviously, but let's recap you get the best software experience Android has to offer with the best camera thanks to Google's tuning over the past decade of smartphones. You get wireless charging, an IP certification, you get a 90 hertz Gorilla Glass covered OLED display, and you get all of that for what amounts to a budget-friendly price in Denmark. Next to something like the Nothing Phone, next to something like a, Galax a Samsung Galaxy A-series device, next to the, like the, the competing devices from Xiaomi or Huawei, I mean, there is just no competition. This is the budget-friendly Android smartphone to buy. Thank you so much for watching. See you on the next one.